You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome, welcome. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Uh, welcome to another episode of this Detroit Life podcast, man. Uh, we are we're we're cooking, man. We are we're clicking along. We're building something, and you know it's it's exciting for me to to be producing something that people are listening to, people are engaging with, and uh, it's resonating in a city that I call home. Uh, the last couple episodes, all of them have been over well over two hundred uh, listens on SoundCloud, well over two hundred uh, hits on the on the website. And I don't even know what they're getting on Podcast Detroit on the app or or their site. Um, sincerely hoping to get onto iTunes soon. So very very soon. Probably, I mean, by the time you hear this, we will be up on iTunes. Uh, so if that's the case, please check it out. Rate, review, subscribe. Anything you can do, man, just to kind of get the word out of what we're doing. We're booking guests. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to, to, to be bringing – Something to a place that I call home. Uh, if you like what we're doing, if you support what we're doing, please, 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 I beg you, go to the website, buy a T-shirt, buy a coffee mug, buy a hoodie. Uh, you know, that's how we fund what we're doing. That's how we fund the podcast. That's how we fund the social content that we're bringing. That's how we're getting out in, and getting the word out about what we're we're building. In the same note uh, – on the website, on our homepage, right at the front, on the on the right-hand column, and at the very bottom, I have two brand-new spots for advertisements. If that is of any interest to you, give me a call. Text me. Tweet me. At This Detroit Life. Info at ThisDetroitLife.com. Uh, get a hold of me, man. We'll get your logos up. We'll work something out. I, I would love to start getting some advertisers on the site. I'd love to get a sponsor for the podcast. I'd love to get... Uh, you, you you know the word out so we can get some we can get you shout outs on Facebook we can get you things we've got almost uh, two thousand people on our Instagram on our Facebook on our Twitter uh, combined well over four thousand people we've got people getting going to the website we've got listeners like holler at me we'll work something out uh, and, and we'll put it together so joining me in studio today I've got two incredible individuals the first is a is I, I don't want to say it's a fill in because. I'm pretty pissed off right now that producer Paul bailed because uh, of some bullshit, to be completely honest with you. So today, we're rocking with producer Randy. What up, Randy? Howdy. Happy to be here. Dude, I thank you so much for coming through on short notice. You know, and, and It's easy to do when you don't have a social life. No, but, well, <laughs> yeah, you don't? Not really. Well, good, because you know what? I'm all about my business, and this is something that I'm putting together. So uh, joining me, joining us in studio today is an individual who... Uh, is someone is someone that I personally it, I, I would absolutely say look up to in a way. He runs and operates what was most recently voted as not just the best sports bar in the city, but what what was it again? Metro Detroit. The be- oh fuck that the best sports bar in Michigan, possibly the Midwest. Thomas McGee's, my friend, your friend, Mister Eric Olson. Gentlemen, what's happening, dude? Thank you so much for coming through. Hey, thanks for having I, me, man. I know really? you're a busy guy. I know that you, you're you're working your ass off because you probably 
you you hire well, don't you? I do. Uh, I, I I I give myself too much credit if I say that. You know, I, I, there's an element of luck there. I'm a good judge of character, and I'm I'm pretty blessed that my staff is just fantastic, man. Just fantastic. They really are. Yeah. So let me ask you a question as a business owner. And I, and I think that that's evident. We just simply don't have a heck of a lot of turnover. Yeah. And I, I'm constantly telling people I just don't have room for them. And when I'm turning people away, these are really experienced downtown bartenders yeah. that, that really deserve a job behind a bar. I just simply don't have room. If at any time that I know a, a bartender or an owner on a first name basis and he recognizes me – uh, you know, they, I mean, you, you just can't teach that kind of memory, right? Fewer and farther between it the way really that the city, is the way that the city's turning. So you got one there. Jameson still works there, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So he's, I mean, that's just a great guy. West Ham shout yep. out West Ham, yep. you know? Uh, so let me ask you this as a business owner, mm-hmm. what would you do if this happened to you, man? So I'm sitting there and, and I say, Hey, text him. I'm like, Paul, producer, Paul. Hey man, I got, I, I got two guys coming in today. It's really important. Like, what what time are you coming by? And he says, "Uh, Mike, <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, we got ten fucking episodes. Are you? What do you mean, Mike? Yeah. Oh, dude, I uh, I told the other I, that I can't be there tonight, bro. We're, we are like five hours from recording, and you're telling me now that you can't be there. Yeah, that's uh, uh, I think." The key is to find and work with people whose time uh, they value your time. Dude, I'm shitting on Paul right now, as, but I love as, him as much as you value their time. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, especially in a situation like this, where you're just kind of getting your show up, moving yeah, off the yeah. ground, you know, you really don't have time to be thinking about stuff like that. And I, you know, hey, Paul, I'd like to meet you, man, but yeah, <laughs> you weren't here. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're gonna be rocking with Randy for a little bit. Let's see yeah, how Randy's it goes. Yeah, Randy's cool. Hey, man, uh, Randy's cool. Poured me a cup of coffee while I was waiting. There nice, you go. Good coffee, Randy. Thank you. I do my best. Yep. See, and you know what? His input is gold. Thanks. Yeah, I do my best. Yeah, like yep. that's what I'm looking for. You know. So okay. Anyway, yep. man. Uh, thank you again so much for coming through. Tell me, uh, you know, I, I introduced you. I said owner of Thomas McGee's. What is Thomas McGee's? Uh, we are an old school sports and whiskey bar located downtown Detroit in uh, historic Eastern Market District. Um, when I say old school, we're in an old building. Uh, the bar itself has been a bar since the turn of the century. It was closed for a 16-year period, and I reopened it. But I reopened it. Um, Wait, that was closed for how long? 16 years. It was Holy closed shit. between 1997 and 2013. Okay. So I used to drink there when I with my dad um, when we before we had casinos. And we would yeah. go to Casino Windsor. My dad and I'd meet there and pop a couple of Molsons back and then go gamble. Sure. So uh, the, the spot means a lot to me. Um, we're about to turn five on November 3rd. And uh, it's been kind of a fun, wild ride. We're, as you know, we're a little bit different um, in terms of what's happening in the city and what's moving forward. And, you know, I'm, I'm just not cool and hip enough and smart enough to follow all that. So I just get up in the morning and do what we do. Well, dude, that's what and and if you, you know like what? it. You like it, dude. That's what I that's what I love about Thomas McGee's is that it's a spot where you, when you walk in, it's not like, oh, you're treated as family or whatever. But. You've been there before, even if it's yeah. your first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walk in, hey, have a seat. What's going on? What's on? What's up? What's what are you showing? What's can't, like, can't be treated like family, man. You never met all my cousins. Oh, I probably and you, and do you I want some, to. And you got something you're never gonna meet. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> dude. I, I man, see, you're an old school guy, old school Detroiter. Yeah, 
And so what, tell me about – what's your background? Where are you from? Uh, I'm from the east side. Uh, my mother lived in Harrison Township and my father lived in a city on the east side. Right. Uh, on Kilbourne and then, and then on Weyburn. So I grew up shooting at 20 minutes, right, 15 right. minutes down 94 that we've talked about so many times. And uh, I kind of grew up with one foot. On each side of yep, the tracks, yep. and I'm I'm very blessed and appreciative for it. Yeah, I didn't realize how valuable it was when I grew up, but now I just, uh, you know, I mean, I, I have lifelong friends, and and uh, yeah, sometimes little things happen that make me one realize how old I'm getting, but <laughs> two, two, it makes me realize, man, I, I, you know, this is old school Detroit was a really cool place to come up. Man, we were cool before all this stuff started happening. A lot yeah, of people don't, yeah, rem- a lot of people yeah. don't know that, you know, bird scooters and rock climbing walls and Beaches and Woodward didn't make us cool. It you don't made, like the bird scooters? Uh, I mean, <laughs> nobody likes the bird scooters. Fuck I mean, off! I love the bird scooters. <laughs> leave it in front of my door. Watch what happens, dude. I, you know what? I actually the first time I ever I started my morning today by throwing one of the bushes. You know what? Well, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> well, it's just in the the, uh, the demographic of people using these things. Sure, are seven, eight years removed from their own parents telling sure. them to pick their shit up. Not not even seven, eight right. years removed. Sometimes and, uh, so. To to come to our city, and and we do have a city, you know, and it is re- under a resurgence. But we are still a city. We are we're we're still neighborhoods. We're still a lot needs to be worked on, man. It's not sure. it's not just uh it's not just all gravy here. And just to yeah. come with no plan, no regulation whatsoever, and only come here because they could slip it in under regulation. Yep, yep. I got a problem with that, man. No, and you know what? I appreciate you I, saying 365 that. 365 days a year, there's fucking rules that we got to be responsible for with, that I, in this city, right? Yeah. I can't leave my picnic table on the sidewalk out in front of my bar at night. Right. Right. I got to haul it in. Right. Or, 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 the or good get a fo- fine. Or the good folks down there, they drop you off a little ticket or yep. a warning and as well they should, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's not – you can't just do whatever the fuck without you want rule, to Without rules and laws, what are we? Yes, exactly. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's MoGo yep. bikes. Very regulated. Right, very regulated. Um, my good buddy Keith down at D-String, he does the um, uh, Segway tours. Yep. They made him open a storefront. You know, he opened a storefront, pulled a business license. He's got insurance, yep. and, and, he, and each of those separate vehicles are identified. Yeah, and then someone that we don't even know just comes Dude, here. It's and just a drops. Silicon Valley. It's, you know it's Silicon I mean? Valley. You yeah, know what it is? Just, it's a it's a venture capitalist. I, sure. I've, I've done some re- reading on it. It's yeah. a venture capitalist that had money to blow and saw an opportunity just to. And he, I, he's probably killing it. And, and that being, I don't know said, if he's making money. I think it's just that it's one of those things where it's like, well, we can put some money over here. And just kind of filter it through to kick it back, you know? That being said, I'm for anything that gets people from point A to point B faster. If it expands your circle. Sure. If I get a chance to see you today or tomorrow and I wouldn't have. Yeah, sure. I'm good with it. We have plenty of customers that show up on them and we all have jokes and things. But we do have three customers that that busted themselves up on them at separate times. Um. One still rides them, but uh, <laughs> yo, they, you know what? The, I just read a story too. The first DUI on one of those scooters uh, just went through it, because it, it's a motorized. Good, it's a motorized vehicle. What happened? What happens if a two hundred fifty pound man traveling eighteen miles an hour on a sidewalk? Yeah, bends a corner and whacks a kid. Yeah, sure. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. that that's what's going to happen. Dude, you know what? See, I, and I appreciate you saying all this because that's not even things that I think about. Like I, I get sometimes I get wrapped up in my own little. Well, it works for me. What's what is the bigger picture? I mean, I think we're all guilty of that just in life. So yeah. hearing a, a perspective of someone who who 
understands it as a business owner, understands it as a Detroiter, and can speak about it in an educated way. I really appreciate that about you. Man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. well, I and, just... I, and I've always said that. I said it in the intro that uh, you're a guy who I, who I definitely look up to. You, you run a business, and you started this business when it wasn't like a hip, cool before, city. Before bankruptcy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's, PB, that's, PB, yeah, PB, yeah, bankruptcy. You right. Know? Yeah. So that's kind of how I define all these businesses. Are, are were you here before? Did you commit your money before bankruptcy, yep. or were you part of the the tax credits and parades right afterwards to come down? And and I, I, I truly am a business owner, and I want everybody to succeed. I don't view anybody as competition. There's enough. Sure. There's enough pie if for somebody, all of us. If somebody I get views that. me as competition, I take it as a compliment. I view nobody as competition. I want everybody to succeed, whether or not I care for you personally. Or if your business is for me or for not, I want everyone to, you know, you know a business owner would never want to see another guy fail. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so um, that's just karma, man. Yeah, yeah. You wish that on other people, yeah, it man. comes you back to you, you tenfold. I don't I don't buy equipment at auctions. I would yeah, sure. I don't I don't buy restaurant equipment at right, auctions. Right. You know what I mean? Right, buy right, right. That's, that's bad juju. I yeah, don't mostly because you don't have a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? Uh but as a guy, I mean you put your money where your mouth where, where your mouth is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And very rarely in and I even hesitate to say the city, but very rarely in life do I meet an individual who commits themselves personally to their business in such a way that you have. It's not just like, this is my business. This is what I do, whatever. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. I think I've been there one time where I haven't run into you. Maybe two times. Right. And that was at like a 7 a.m. soccer match. Right. Or f- football or whatever you want to call it. Right. But I'm saying like, so we're I, I, and I'm going to tell you this one story. I'm sitting there one night, and uh, I'm like, "Oh man, I'm going up to Thomas McGee's. I had just come back from Havana, come back from Cuba. Grabbed a cigar. Was like, you know what? I'm going to run up. Maybe he'll be there. Maybe he won't. You were there. Yeah, we fired you, one up. We did. And and you you were like, Mike, yo, come sit down, just chop it up with the old heads that are out here right now. And uh, at the end of the night, I was feeling pretty good, and I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry, but everything's closed. You know what you did? You ordered like what? Ten pizzas? Yeah, yeah. Ten pizzas. I wanted to party, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. You ordered ten pizzas, and there were maybe 20 people in the bar, and it was like, yo, this one's on me. Enjoy. Come back. Yep. And and that's the type of – that's what I meant when, like, that could have been my first time there. could have been my tenth time. Right, could have been my hundredth right. time there. But I'm going to remember that because the owner made it a point to say, hello, you're having a good time. Have a seat. Here's a slice of pizza. You know what? We're going to run that, that happy hour special. We're going to push you out a couple more hours. You guys just have a good time. You know, we don't um, – I, I came up in a Detroit, and I, I know you're younger than me, but not too, too not much. Not too much. Well, well, you just shout it out. How 47. old are you? 47. I'm 34. Yeah, okay. Um, you you look so, about 40 tops. Yes, yeah, thanks. I don't know. What do you got? What do you, Baby what do you, face, dude. Is that what it is? Yeah, whiskey and cigars. Is that, is yeah, that how you say young? That's a key. Hear that, Randy? And that's cigars. a key, buddy. Randy's texting away, man. Maybe we don't watch you, bro. <laughs> Maybe I will take the guy that doesn't so, show up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that uh, I came I was, up. At, I was reading Yelp reviews. Yeah. It looks like you've got a lot of uh, four or five star Yelp reviews. Yeah, and every once in a while you get nothing some worth, asshole no, that's like one no, star. Nah, my got, car got, got something got, happened to me, and that has nothing to do. I read I got, it. I got no problem with that guy. I got no problem with a one star review. You shouldn't. If I if you know, here's what I think about these fucking people, right? If you give me a one-star review, one, I was never going to make you happy. Ever. Yeah. Two, I fucked up. Uh, you okay. know, maybe they're just not no, happy in general. It's possible. Uh, one, I was never going to make you happy. Or two, I fucked up. Or three, 
you were just having a bad day. Well, yeah, you're just not happy in general, R- right? Correct. But I've seen you right. reach out to people that leave you reviews. The guy, like, the yo, guy, go ahead. The guy who sinks you, the guy who fucks your business up, is that piece of shit four star review motherfucker? What do you What do you mean? When he fucking writes a beautiful review, and you you got up in the morning, you put your pants on, you came in, and you hit a home run, and you made this dude happy, but. This entitled motherfucker is so special yeah. about himself that he gives you a four a instead of a five. Yeah, sure. Right? But my rating's a 4.8. So you just drug me down. Right. Don't say shit. I mean, just we, like, don't say shit. Yeah. You, yeah, know, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, you, you value your own opinion. So, God, the one star, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the type the person gives you a one star review. They go to a restaurant, they, they don't get a second ranch dressing. They're going to give you one. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, there's, there's always that person. You, there's yeah, nothing yeah. you can do. There's nothing you can do. There, sometimes with a one-star review. I had a one-star review one time. We all have. Everybody has. I had a one-star review one time. She's one of my best customers now. So Okay, so that's what I was going to say, man. Mm-hmm. I've seen you. You not only respond to the reviews, mm-hmm. but you say like, yo, my name's Eric. I, I'm the I give, owner. I give my personal email. You, you, I've seen inter- you give out then, personal then, cell phone and then number. If we, and if we interact off that, I'll give my phone number. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen that happen a million times. Oh, they, I mean, if somebody has a really bad experience as an owner, they're doing you a favor. By by letting you know, I mean the, the best sure. favor they could do is not give you a public review, yeah, and and email or, or Facebook message email, a bar, right, right. But uh, to to be able to say, hey, this this happened bad, you know, and and yeah. I said, okay, well, um, but I'm not going to not go to a sports bar because they have a four instead of a five. I might be more apt to go, just like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you're, but if you're, uh, I would say fours feel more real to me than fives. Like if you were oh, now he's pay, now he's fucking paying attention. If you were like 150 <laughs> reviews and they were all five stars, that would be a little suspicious to me. No, but the problem is you can have 150 reviews and you're going to carry a 4.8 rating, which is pretty realistic, right? And that's a pretty good rating. Yeah. yeah, but when you when a guy gives you nothing but compliments and gives you four stars, right? All of a sudden your rating goes to 4.6. Yeah, 4.8. we shoot for perfection. You know what I mean? Just, that's that's the guy that and that see the thing is the one star review guy he walks down the road thinking he gave you the middle finger. And then after you have a post conversation with him, he says, fuck you again. Or hopefully I did my job and I made everything good. Right. The four star review guy, you can never get in touch with him. You can never tell you did anything wrong. Yeah. He yeah. thinks he thinks he did you a favor and his little entitled ass is walking down the street thinking he's supporting businesses. Man, I, I sure hope I never fucking left a four star review anywhere. <laughs> Unless it was truly a four. I, dude, it I, I don't like, leave It looks like the most recent four stars are just you don't serve food. So, but I didn't. Oh, I, that's such bullshit! Oh, no, no, though I don't fucking advertise food. Yeah. It doesn't say Eric's Bar and no and Grill and it grills off. No, never, never, dude. It's very. It is very it said, well known. I got a sign that says "Soup of the Day is Whiskey." whiskey. Yep. And then you know what else you, know what you what do? You take it a step further and you say, "No, we don't have that. We this is what we do." But here are ten freaking menus yeah. Of, yeah, of places that not only yeah. will deliver. But will happily deliver. So, and if, the last time I went, guy, I got fucking ten pizzas bought for a me. Guy, if a guy knocks me down from five to four because I don't serve food, but I never advertise food. Yeah, right. Was I going to make that guy happy? With no, food? he's just an asshole. Just an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people that we deal with on the daily, asshole, dude. Right? He didn't get three fucking lemons in his water. He's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. The type of guy that's going to ding you because you don't put enough lemons in his water. You think he slices lemons out of his fridge at home to drink water? Does he live like that? No. He's just making you do that in public, dude. Right? I love it. So this is the That's, show I got. Hold on, I got to give a shout out to to my girl uh, Dion uh, at La Casa, a great bartender, and that was her. That was her take on uh, people. Do people who 
asked for so many lemons in their water at the bar, and it's such a big thing. Do they slice lemons at home for their own bar? They might. You never know, man, but I probably mean, not. Probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. If they do, they probably got some other things going on. Yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? But uh, what do you got coming up? Coming up, man, we got uh, we got a man, we got a dope, dope event coming up on Friday, October 26. Uh, we're we're launching a series called Market Fresh, and there's a hell of a DJ. He's originally from Halifax, but he's based out of Baltimore now. And I, I met him because he was w- based in Windsor for a minute, and he was one of the sickest mashup DJs I have ever seen. What's his name on the planet? DJ Double A, Aaron Douglas. DJ okay, Double A, and we're doing a Pumas versus Adidas party. And it's going to kick off our Market Fresh series. So he's going to go the last Friday of every month. Okay, so it starts on October 26th. Yeah. What is Market Fresh? Because I dig the name. That's just It's going to be – he does a residency as well in Windsor. He flies back once a month. And okay. it's called uh, – I think it's called uh, The Get Right or something like something, that. So okay. we're just going to brand – this night is the, is the 26th, the jump off of this night. And it's just going to be Market Fresh because we're just going to – Fresh Beats, Eastern Market, baby. Okay. Anything else going on? What kind yeah. of like event like uh, – last, you, you you know, last Friday of the month, we always do reggae. Yeah, we, I do. We, yeah. I tried to have my birthday party yeah, there, yeah. and uh, that's right. I was, and I, right. I texted you like, "Yo, we got reggae," and I'm like, "Uh, like I'll fuck with reggae, I guess." We but the crowd with- that I bring with me is not like, "Oh, let's go to reggae night." But if that's what you're looking for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, I don't. We, I can't think of any other reggae night in the city. Uh, there, there are a few here and there, man. We we obviously um, we not that take, that big. We but. take a. We take pride in it, man. We partner with the CCCO, who's a Caribbean cultural organization. Caribbean culture, and then um, so we bring a reggae band in, and then we rotate the DJ every month, and then we bring a Jamaican caterer in, and she does jerk chicken and oxtail. And Yo, stuff I'm gonna like have that. to check that out, oh, man. It's, it's I great. would it's definitely check night, that out. My funnest night of the month, really? Yeah. See, and yeah. That, that's like another for me personally, and my staff loves to work it. And, yeah. You know, it's, good crowd, it's a great crowd. Do you get a lot of different types of crowd depending on the events a, that come downtown? Yeah, yeah. You know our style, man. We just um, like we'll be, you'll be there. Just let you know, like yeah, we just I. I Keep telling people this funny story, man. We we had our, obviously you know we're we're heavy with soccer, so we had a a ten a.m. football. You mean Liverpool <laughs> uh, football match <laughs> that uh, we were going to be packed for, man. Yeah, it just absolutely packed. But once a year, we do this thing with these house music DJs out of Chicago. Uh, um, DJ Philgood, who's he's an incredible dude. All right, and um, they party all night Friday night at a club in Chicago. They board a bus. They party all the way to Detroit. They roll into McGee's at 7 a.m. And they party from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. till their hotel's ready. Jesus. Right? But we have our, you know, we, we have the equipment all set up and he just walks in with his decks and plugs what in. What is starts, this? It's just, it's, uh, it's a Chicago to Detroit booze cruise, but we're the first stop. So we had. You got to put me onto this, man. It's the first yeah, time I'm hearing this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. They show kids. up at and, 7 a.m. And they're, they're questionable you know, substances they're, they're, being consumed. They're older. <laughs> you know, I mean, my age at least. Yeah, you yeah know? sure. So it's an older, predominantly black Chicago house music crowd. Sure. And um, we kind of play it off our Detroit house for Chicago house yeah, type yeah, things, yeah. right? And then, but at, at like in typical McGee's fashion, we mash it up at the same morning at 10 a.m. with a oh, massive man. Liverpool party. One side's one party, one side's the other party, and then just kind of starts blending. And they and love then, it, man. Then, yeah, they love it. Yeah. And then the, uh, the girl who does the um, acoustic ash, who plays uh, one of our Whiskey Wednesdays a month, and uh, she, she kind of does all the hype music for so the big soccer matches for Liverpool, the LFC Detroit group. That's that, uh, And that's your their home bar, too. Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, 650 strong. Jesus. And, uh, Showed she jumped my West on, Ham shirt. She jumped on stage, you know, the DJ spinning beats, and it was it was it was great, man. Dude, so and that's and that's 
again, kind of harkening back to your old school roots that like Detroit has always been such a, like the city we're saying, mm-hmm. like is, has always been an incredible melting pot if you're in the city, right? Correct. And that kind of just goes right, speaks to who you are as an individual, as I've gotten to know you over the years, is that you're taking all these different groups and, and when they're put together, it still works. You know what I'm saying? Because people get it when they come to your place that that it's not like, oh, this is – we're not welcome here or this is new Detroit or right, old Detroit. Right, Like we're here to enjoy ourselves and you've been here. Like you said, your bar is turning five coming up. Yeah. Are you doing a big party for that? Massive, man. We got uh, – When is it? November 3rd? November 3rd. Yeah, we're going to show the UFC. We're going to – we got the three – uh, iconic DJs who have really helped shape us, man. Wax, Tax, and Dre. Wax, Tax, and Dre. DJ Gary Chandler and Bruce Bailey are all playing. Dude, Gary Chandler is, he's been around forever. Yeah. yeah. Dude, um, you got to connect me with some of these guys if you know them. Oh, we'll yeah. Love, we'd, yeah love good to, we'd love to have good them friends. come through. Good friends. Uh, okay, so you, you're showing the UFC. Yeah. We, are you, you're a UFC guy, right? More of a boxing guy, but we, you know, we okay. showed we show, we show the fights. Do you... Uh, did you watch the Khabib? Uh, oh yeah, we were fight. I know, well, I know that you out. had it. Yeah, 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 we were sold out. What uh, What did you think of that, man? You know, it, I mean, I uh, I made a lot of extra money on the side <laughs> uh, betting on Khabib. Allegedly, you know? allegedly, dude. And you know uh, what? People were like, "Oh, Connor's going to side." I don't know, man. It just something felt different about this fight where Khabib was so focused. And yeah, Connor just didn't seem to yeah, have that extra little bit you know, of I'm a, like. I'm an old school boxing guy, and I I fought at a competitive level, and um, I just don't see how you can be so focused for a fight when you're jumping around like you're selling yeah, knives in a yeah, shopping yeah. network. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. it doesn't. It but doesn't you know, it's not about the fight for him anymore. Not anymore. You know, he's a partner in the organization there. Probably. You're right. There's some. I mean, it's it's got to be worth more if you win. It's got to be worth more if you win. Sure, but are you willing to commit yourself? To that level of greatness every single day. I think you're right. If if, he, if it was about money for him, he'd probably drop the UFC and try to box. But There's he's not going to win, though. No, no. Uh, Who's he going to fight? I don't know. He went nine, ten rounds with 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 Mayweather. Please, if, if Floyd, like, okay, I and I'm not like claiming to be a boxing guy, but if Floyd wanted to put him out in the first round, he would have put him out. In the no, first I don't. Round. No, I totally disagree. You don't think so? Nah, nah. Uh, tell uh, me, tell me. No, Again, no, I'm McGregor, not like, McGregor was awkward enough. Southpaw. Floyd's traditionally had a little bit of trouble with southpaws. When he, um, he moves, he's Floyd's more of a, a defensive knockout, strike. Floyd's when not he a can. knockout puncher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, just, um, I mean, he's he's, 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 he's a, the greatest boxer of all time. Fighting uh, a guy who has no professional he's boxing great, fights. Uh, he's one of the greatest boxers of all time, and uh, one of the greatest of this generation. Who's the greatest under- boxer of all time? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to go Sugar Ray Robinson, man. Who's your favorite boxer of all time? Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hitman. Yeah, no question. Dude, he. Uh, Detroit born and bred, dude. I agree. I yeah. agree completely. Yeah. So who's the uh, uh, Canelo? Yeah, just, he, he just signed something. Yeah, three hundred and sixty-five million dollars, largest deal in sports ever. And what? what? So HBO three hundred and sixty-five million dollars. HBO what? HBO got out of the boxing business a couple of weeks ago. Okay, and uh, after forty-five years, um. And there's another player in the game, which is a streaming service called DAZN, okay. which we have at Thomas McGee's, and we were the first bar in the city to have it. Dude, uh, you have everything there. They, so, they, like, yeah, they show a great amount of fighters' content. So they, they show like Matchroom Productions out of England, the World Boxing Super Series, and now Golden Boy, and they signed Canelo. Okay, so those are all the promotional blankets that they have for for streaming options, which is huge. Who's the guy that we're going to hear about coming up in boxing? 
Ooh, man. I, you know, I, I, uh, boxing guys have already heard of them. But I yeah, think, yeah, but I, think, we, I, think I don't know how many road, boxing fans I, we correct, have here. I think but. down the road, uh, you're, you're looking at Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. Okay, those two they? guys, they're just the two best welterweights right now. They got to get. They're going to have to build something for a while. I hope they're both. They're both nice guys. They're both good dudes. Yeah. So if one guy was an idiot, it'd be a little easier to promote. Right. But uh, down the road, I see that those guys run into each other. Okay. See, and people are starting to realize now, like you don't just have to be an exceptional athlete. No. You have to be an exceptional promoter. You have to be an exceptional. Sure. Uh, well, look what, like what Floyd did. It's, yeah. It's, he's not. He's an entertaining fighter to me because I'm a boxing guy, so right. I appreciate defense. But he's a five foot nine, right handed, welterweight, pure boxing defensive genius with no power from the Midwest. We got a million of those. Yeah, yeah. So how did so he, he get had to there? do something else, right? Now I'm not saying Floyd is is on uh, on in a pool of a million. No, I'm, no, no. I'm, no, no, I'm no, not no, saying no. that, but he had to do something, and there to was a switch. Himself. There was a switch from Floyd Mayweather and Pretty Boy Floyd yep, to, to, to Money Mayweather, to Money Mayweather, yep. right? And that was Oscar De La Hoya. You know, Good so point. That, so that at once he realized when that happened, when that torch got passed over, then he started really promoting him okay. himself. Then he started fighting fighters based on. That, you know, I mean, it was their demographic option to it. Was there, you know, they, they started picking and choosing his fights, you know. Okay. Why wouldn't he fight? Now he's talking about fighting Khabib. Why wouldn't well, he fight? Well, that's what, that's my next question is. He's smoking. He's smoking. Who, Khabib, Floyd yeah. Wood or Khabib? Khabib? Floyd had smoke. I mean, in a boxing match, Floyd had smoked Khabib. Is, Khabib's I mean, a wrestler. Con- Con- right? Connor, Connor at least had a fundamental grasp of boxing, right? He boxed when he was a kid. Yeah. But Khabib can't box. Yeah. So, but, so, but would they make? It's I think made, that's the point is that I, they would just make it so much money. money. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there's guys out there now that could probably beat Mayweather, you know. Well, maybe, dude, maybe Floyd, how old is Floyd? 42. Yeah. So come on, dude. It's a, it's a, just you like know, 42, any athletes now, it's a, it's a young it's man's a, game. It's, a, it's, it's different. So that's, if, if mm-hmm. Floyd were to lose now, that doesn't, to me, doesn't tarnish Floyd. any type of well, well, reputation. We, we, we talked about them both, Floyd versus Canelo. Yeah, Rematch. Canelo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I'd be, you know, he fought a young Canelo. Now he's fighting a mature one. I, I mean, I don't think that happens, but I, dude, I can talk boxing all. I know, I, I know, love it. I, I love don't know it. How much you no, get I, I want to do it. I just want you to talk, right? Yeah. Like if we hit on something that you're passionate about, uh, if you need, if you want to watch any fights, if you want to watch the UFC, if you want to watch boxing, if you want to watch, dude, I went up there one day. Actually, I, I rode a bird scooter, <laughs> but I went up there one day, sat down. I uh, had a couple cocktails, and you guys were playing like the junior and senior world championship Gaelic. Football, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. What do you mean, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was whoever yeah. and whoever. But that, and I think that's that's something that severely lacks, and really in the it state, actually, it was actually Galway versus Dublin. That's what I'm saying. See, yeah. <laughs> Dublin won. <laughs> yeah. So there. So yeah, it was Galway versus Dublin. But I sat there. I was like, actually, uh, the football actually was no, it was Tyrone versus Dublin, and the hurling was Galway versus. Dublin. See, hurling is something I want to get into. Yeah, I want to watch that. But that that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that. In Metro Detroit, in the state, there aren't places that are doing this. And if they are, they're not making it well-known, and they're not serving it at the same level that you are as a business owner, that you are as a business as Thomas McGee's, without the same environment. So, like, there there might be one other bar that'll open sometimes yeah. to show soccer. But if I want to watch something, like, like I, there were no bars showing uh, the Olympic you at this past Olympics, USA hockey versus the Olympic athletes from Russia. Right. I saw it at your place. Right. 
I watched the World Junior Championship replay of hockey just, at your place. We just had a good laugh. I was, my, I was with my buddies in Windsor uh, Sunday, and uh, we just had a good laugh about you. Like, you're, you and me are probably the two. You're never going to see a bigger disconnect between the U.S. and Canada until you come to the World Juniors. I went last year. I went. I went like, to Buffalo right, and watched right. yeah, it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Canadians, it's, it's Super Bowl. Like yeah. they fill oh, yeah. pubs. Yeah, yeah. So one of my best friends. Nobody owns, gives a shit about it. One here, of my man. best friends owns the uh, Great Barn Windsor, the Barrel House Drought Company, and Sandwich. Um, and shout out his shout out uh, to Aaron and Mark. They um, and they packed their place. Yeah, like just like everybody, uh, all the bars downtown Windsor packed for the, for that. That's and because then, they love. And it. Then and in there's... my place, it's JMO behind the bar. Yeah, and you and me, yeah, jumping a couple of shots here and Dude. there. You know. I got interviewed by TSN on their social media oh, la- <laughs> last year. I showed up to the uh, U.S. Finland game in Buffalo. Drove what? out, drove out there. Uh, actually, funny story. I had to drive down. I had to get to Buffalo. You normally you'd go up through Canada. Sure. Your boy couldn't go through Canada. Your boy had to go down. Long take the way. long way. Take the long way. Yeah. yeah. Went down through uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, through yep. the world's largest snowstorm, or whatever. I finally I, I check in and I watched. Uh, the U.S. team play Finland, right? Mm-hmm. I bought the cheap seats. They pushed me down in front. I wore a Charlie Conway Mighty Ducks USA Hendrix hockey jersey. The guy saw me. He's like, uh, we got to talk. So I end, I slug a couple beers. At the end of the game, I go up and I sit next to uh, uh, the Hockey Night in Canada broadcast with Bob McKenzie. Got my picture wearing a hey, Charlie Conway all right, jersey. Boy. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you, you can't go anywhere and watch that game other nah. than Thomas McGee's. There's yeah, nowhere. We we just you know I've always been a sports dork, so um, that's you, you man. Know, you're not you know, the you're not a sports guy. You're the sports guy. So uh, yeah, I, I just uh, we had our Lions, Pistons, Tigers, Wings, which I I I'm an addict of. Everybody knows, but um, we just uh, we, there's a lot of other sports, you know. Dude, Randy's and, giving us the sign. We got to wrap it up here shortly. I want to hit. I want to hit a couple topics real quick. You got it. Again, man, I, I keep doing these and I keep scheduling for a half an hour. And I'm an idiot because it, they're just well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Randy's shaking his head like like this shit is free, you know. <laughs> like right. buy a t-shirt if you want. If you want these conversations to go on longer, please buy a hoodie, buy a t-shirt. Who is on your Detroit Mount Rushmore? Your top four? And you know what? Sports. I, you know what? I thought sports, but no. I want to know your top your your four Detroit. Oh wow, the Mount Rushmore. Who do you got? You can wow. do. It can be sports like. For me, it's like Iserman, Cecil Fielder, uh, Chauncey Billups, oh. and I don't know, and I, Dennis Archer, to be honest go, with you. you know? I'd go, uh, wow. Yeah, right? So if I do one with sports, I, if it's sports. Yeah, I'd, so let's I'd put, narrow it down, sports. I'd, I'd, I'd put, uh, I'd do Tommy Hearns. Hitman. Uh, I'd put Joe Dumars there. Three titles. Three Dumars. Back to back as a player and one as an executive. Uh, some of the best times of my life. So I would definitely put Joe in there. You're rocking the old school Pistons shirt right now? Yep. Um, put Steve Eisman Dude, in there. Yeah. Stevie Wilde. You think right? he's coming back? Yeah. I do too. And, um, you know, I, man, Gordy Howe's there, but this is an age thing. So I, I, sure. I you know, um, so, and then modern era, and then, we'll and, say. And then a, in, a, in a twist, because, you know, Eric and McGee's always got to do things a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's four on Mount Rushmore, right? At a fifth, I don't give a shit. Well, no, I just put Tram and Whitaker there. Tram and Whitaker, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Lou, dude. Okay, it is. Uh... I could tell you who my music would be, though. Yeah, give me your music. We would do. 
Aretha, sure, Smokey, Marvin, and Stevie. So you just go old school. You're an old school guy, man. Yeah. I feel that about you. You know That's what it. I'm saying? I mean, I love Bob Seger. I'd put him fifth, but there ain't a fifth. There ain't a fifth guy on Mount Rushmore, right? There's four. I, I don't give a shit. Is man. there? Is there yeah. four or five? Mount on? Mount four. Well, there's how many did you hold up, Randy? Four. Four. Yeah. Well, fuck it. We do things a little different. Yeah. So you I'd know put, what I'm saying? I'd put Bob Seger. In All right, man. Um, let me go. With, you know what? You're what's I God, man. I wish we had more time. Your favorite whiskey. What do you on a drink? A daily that's, drinker. That, that's like that's like uh, women, but um, I, I, you know, I'm a gotta I, love them all. Uh, yeah, right. I so know. my go to, everybody knows, my go to is I, I drink a Irish whiskey called Black Bush. Is kind of a go to whiskey okay. for me. Um, What's your go to cigar? Go to cigar is, uh, of course, I don't have access to massive amounts of Cubans, and because of that. Uh, my go-to on a daily basis. I gotta would, would bring be you a, in a Cuban, dude. No, I got I got a whole humidor full. Of there you go. See, but uh, I, I I would like my daily buy would be a Padron 1964. Okay, can we smoke one sometime? Absolutely. Do you come through again? Yeah, say the word, dude. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hit up your t- tell me your social. Where can people check you out? Uh, we we do a lot on Facebook, man. All our events are listed on Facebook, and and please come down if anyone's listening to this and if you hung out with us the whole time. Oh, we got listeners. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, for for listening to us ramble, but visit Eastern Market seven days a week neighborhood. It's not just a Saturday afternoon place. Come down, say hello to us. We're Thomas McGee's on Facebook. We're Thomas McGee's on Instagram, and we're Thomas underscore McGee's on Twitter. November third, five year party. Come through October twenty sixth. You got something else? I don't remember what the market it is, but check fresh it out. party. Yep. Market fresh. All yep. right, big ups, Eric. Thank you so much All for right, coming brother. through. I'll Thank see you, you again. man. Thanks for having me. One love.